You're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through. <laughs> It is May 7th, and this is the Cocktail Hour, ladies and gentlemen. Holy crap, it's episode 108. And here we are. John is up in Alaska, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got my and, background no, he, going. Yeah, he's got some Northern Lights background going. And uh, hi, Danny. How are you? Hello. Hello, 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 hello. Are you getting, are you getting better? Yeah, but, uh, you know, everybody wants to know, you know. Well, aren't you relieved? No, <laughs> I'm not relieved that I got it. No, I'm Are not you well. testing negative yet. No, I don't test anymore. I don't have symptoms, so I don't test. You just, you no, I mean, to, not, like not the herpes. Days. I mean, the. Mm -mm. No, I check. I check for lesions. <laughs> <laughs> I got COVID. I check for COVID lesions, you know, little uh, red bumps. Yeah, little red bumps, whatever. I don't know. Yes. But are are you testing negative yet? No, I've not. I've not done a test since um, I did a test Monday morning. So it's been a week since I've tested, and that's when yeah. I was negative. I don't think. I don't think you have to like go like test negative and that kind of stuff because it's still kind of in your system. You're just not contagious after like five days or whatever. I think it's the symptoms. I think people go, "Well, are you having experiencing symptoms?" And I just heard that Savannah Guthrie. We all know who she is. The big, content broadcast or whatever just tested again second time for covid so now i mean i you know that's another thing it's like you know people go well aren't you glad you got it out of the way and also now it's in your system so don't you feel safer well yeah but for how long am i gonna you know it doesn't change we're gonna still get it you know and you can get it again if you i mean is this something that we're just gonna have to live with you know and i guess so i i mean i don't want to get it again i can tell you that right now so i'm gonna have to figure out what kind of behavioral choices I'm going to make, whether it be um, becoming a hermit. What did no. you do last night? Did you get together with people? Yeah. Yeah. Outside. Well, I'm, there's your first answer. I wouldn't do that. Why? <laughs> Why? I'm six feet apart. Because you're I'm not outside. testing, but you're not testing. You're not testing. But I'm not contagious, but I'm not symptomatic either. There's you no reason. have it and not be symptomatic. Have you not well, heard this? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. How do we all have to test all the time? No, but. But Danny tested positive and he had symptoms. You're supposed to te test and not, not be around people until you test negative. But I did. I tested negative on Monday. You told me. You did. Oh, you didn't say that. I thought. You oh, I'm sorry. No, I you, said, you no, said I, I just no, haven't I thought been you, tested. You just gave up testing and it was always. No, 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 no. I apologize, guys. No, oh. I couldn't go to work. I couldn't until I showed and demonstrated a negative test. Gotcha. Right? And I did do that. I have yeah, not yeah. continued to test because. You don't you know, have to after you, yeah, after you test right, negative. Yeah. Right. Oh, I would not. If I, if, if I hadn't tested negative, I wouldn't go anywhere. I wouldn't. Really? Not. But I, I thought you didn't, you didn't have to wait until you tested negative because I thought that you, like you could take a PCR test or something and you could have it, you could be. Weeks, months. You, yeah. You have it percolating in your system for a long time, even though you're not. But I didn't not. take a PCR test because they say not to, once you've been diagnosed with COVID, do not take a PCR test, wait your incubation team, your time, whether that's yeah. three days, five days, 10 days, which I waited, I test, I started testing on the fifth day yeah. and I was positive on the seventh day. I tested positive 
On the ninth day, I tested positive, barely. On the 10th day, I tested negative with a rapid test, right? Yeah. Because if I go get a PCR right now, I will probably test positive. Is what oh, they really? Right. Yeah, because it's because it, you, you got the right the antibodies or whatever right. in your system. Yeah. But it's the P, it's the rapid, the antigen test that tells you that if you're if you're positive on that, you could possibly still be contagious. That's what I was told. And that's why my my work and every these places say, do the antigen test. You know, if you're positive, you can't come in. I don't care if you're feeling great, which I was, right? I mean, I was feeling fine. Right. They said we need because you still might have some, you know, transmissional, transmissionable, whatever. And I said, OK, I was actually thinking about testing today just to see just to see what happens. Right. This is probably a dumb question. Is a PC a PCR test is not an antibody test, right? No, I You're don't asking us. I don't know. I think it, I think all I think it is, is it's a more concentrated and a more, um, I don't know if it's the solution or whatever is in there that allows more of that virus, right? Yes. To, to percolate, right? Yes. And go in, you know, because I was sitting there going, when I got my PCR test, which I did, which was a, it would have been a uh, two weeks from tomorrow, Mm -hmm. right? The guy said, I said, this because, you know, you're going to swab that and do, I said, well, it's, it's the same thing that I've done at home or I've done on an antigen test. He goes, no, he goes, I am going deeper. I am going a little longer. And he goes, and we will wait longer for the lab, you know, for the lab to, you know, process. He goes, that's the difference. So we can, you know, we want to see what the viral load is, right? Yeah. So we're trying to get a heavier viral load if there is okay. one. Yeah. And that's so- why. No, according to the internet, which is always right, PCR test stands for polymerase chain reaction test. This is a diagnostic oh, yeah. test that determines if you're infected by analyzing a sample to see if it contains genetic material from the virus. Let me see what an antigen test. It checks to see if you're currently infected. An antigen test does. The test looks for proteins, antigens, in a sample taken from your nose, throat, Antigen tests are faster than PCR tests, but they're less accurate and have a higher risk of false positives, meaning they're more likely to say you have infection when you don't. And false negatives, meaning to say you're out of the woods when you're not. This may also be called a rapid test. So Mm. nobody knows anything, man. But I am going back to the behavior, Kelly. I will, you know, I will continue to mask up when I'm out, Mm -hmm. you know, in public. And I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I do not. I got to be honest. I don't do shit. I went to NEB, me and 50,000 other people. Nobody wore a fucking mask. I didn't wear a mask. I'm in all Is this it NAB, you're a bunch of fucking geeks. That's why. Yeah. They're bu- <laughs> like, you know, just dorks from all the abortion states show up and they're all like, yeah, let's hang out together. And, you know, yeah, and they're all no. like, can you believe they're using a new test pattern on CRT monitors? Can you believe it? <laughs> I, I only trust CRT monitors. These new OLEDs, they are no good. Yeah. No, it was exactly it was exactly that. Fuck those guys. But um, no. Is anybody getting my, aroused with this? You're talking, you're ooh, getting aroused ooh, by CRTs. talking about these CRTs and O2. But I, but I, you know, I, I went and I thought when I came home, I'm like, oh, fuck, I have it. I didn't have it. Nobody, nobody I knew has gotten. Why did you think, oh, fuck, I have it? Cause I got, you know, I got the, the, the Vegas syndrome where like my, my eyes were bloodshot okay. and burning. And I had a little <clears throat> in my throat. 
Yeah, I'd take I got, it too. When, then, I, yeah. when I got back home, it was fine. It was just like a, you know, Did valley you take a test? fever. I took a test. As soon as I got home, I told my wife, I'm like, oh, shit, I got it. So I, you know, wore my mask. And, There's something called you know, Vegas throat. Where, where I met her. No, once. There is They're like because you, you're going fantastic. In, you, you're out in the extreme heat, and you go into this extreme air conditioning, and you do that enough, you yeah. sort of get well. And they're, you know, they're pumping oxygen and cocaine into the, the air system, you know, get you fired up to do more slot machines. And every, you know, like it was nine thirty in the morning. I'm meeting somebody, and there's an old guy sitting down with a cocktail and a cigar at one of those slot machines, and I'm like, what, the, what the fuck have you have you just it's nine in the morning. Who's that's living though. That's yeah. living. Oh, he, he looked, I mean, he had, he had that kind of alcoholism skin and, and smokers, you know, meat face and, you know, his hair was, he had <laughs> hair. Son of you a know, bitch. It's, it's, yeah. it's also a known fact that the cigarette sales representative in the Vegas are one of the wealthiest group of people in the world. You know, you know that, right? No, I mean, what's joking? Is, I'm, what is, yes, I'm no, joking. What is of course that? I am. Can you oh, imagine no. being a cigarette rep in Vegas? How fucking hard is that job? <laughs> right? Yeah. You just walk in and go, yeah, give me, uh, give me some Paul Malls and uh, some cools and, you know. <laughs> cool. I'm going to smoke <laughs> them simultaneously. I need exactly. Cool <laughs> will help the Paul I don't understand. Like, I guess these people are buying cigarettes at the bar, right? I mean, you don't, you don't see... A cigarette machine, like you used to back in the day. And they used to, they, back in the day, used to give them to you, did they not? There was this, wasn't there a cigarette girl walking around with a, a flat horizontal tray? I mean, around the, her I mean, I guess they would. And now yeah. smokes. And they were free. I remember that. Is that right? What? Yeah. Well, but the drinks are free. They were. Remember the drinks were free in casinos back in the nineties. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I couldn't get over it. I'm like, and you know, I was a secret smoker at the time, right? I mean, and I didn't smoke in front of my wife or kids, even though I'm sure they knew, right? And they'd be passing these cigarettes around and I couldn't grab a, you know, you know, my pack of Marlboro lights because, you know, my wife's there and I'm thinking, shit, I got to go spend four bucks or five bucks for a pack of cigarettes. And this lady's handing them out like candy, you know, All right, big, so big, I, big disappointment. I read a thing online. This is a, this is a comment from 14 years ago. If you're playing table games, the pit boss has the authority to comp you cigarettes. When the cigarette girl comes around, he'll sign off a pack for you. How much you need to be playing depends on how upscale the casino is. When I smoked, I quit three years ago. Playing $25 blackjack pretty much guaranteed you free smokes, but I guess lower bets may be okay in some places. Free smokes, eh? Yeah. Oh, see, now that, that's the life right there, you know? Huh. Back in the 70s and early 80s, there used to be a clear plastic box of assorted brands, loose cigarettes, at each table, <laughs> slightly stale, but who cared? Hmm. That reminds me back in New, New York when I lived there in the, the 80s, the, uh -huh. the dope guys, you know, would walk around, you know, under their breath. They would say, loose joints, loose joints. Loose, oh, yeah. Hey, man, loose joints, you know, and you could just buy a joint already rolled and, you know, ready to go from the guy. I was so stupid when I moved to New York, they would they would say that to me and I'd say, well, have you seen an orthopedic man? <laughs> Yeah. Or better. Well, it's better than loose stools. There you go. You don't want that. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Smoke, uh, smoke. That's what I remember. They always smoke, smoke, smoke on the street. Yeah. Loose, loose joints, smoke, loose joints. Yeah. Did you guys you ever, did you ever, did you ever oh. buy it from a guy no, like that? I, I didn't. Who, who no. buys that? No. Yeah, like, First I would like I one smoke. fentanyl special, please. Someone's buying it because otherwise they wouldn't be standing around doing that. 
Now, I had a, I think I told you as a story on the podcast before I had a buddy that, that, that I that was living in the same building that smoked pot and, but he, we actually said it was for his nerves. Right. You know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, but, um, he used to buy it. There was a, back in the day, you know, there used to be phone booths, right? The whole bell phone booth, the whole box, not just the ones, a little key on the wall or something. But the, and there was one in Columbus circle and he would how he had a dealer that worked out of that phone booth and in pencil, the dealer, you know, like his name, whatever his name was, Juan or whatever, or, you know, Joe or whatever under his name, he wrote, there was like 10 to four, you know, you know, T 10 to four F nine to nine, nine to midnight, you know, nine to mid or whatever. And I said, what is that? And he goes, that's his hours. He would post his hours. And that was when Joe would sell his view in that area to sell his note. And so my buddy would go down, go during those hours. And sure enough, Joe would be running, you know, hanging around the phone booth and, you know, you get to know your regulars and that's who he bought his dope from, you know, his pot from. And I was mm. like, didn't somebody catch on? Didn't the cops kind of, you know, but back then they didn't care, you know, what is this? in New York city cops didn't care about smoking pot, you know, as long as you didn't do it out in the open, but they didn't care about dealing, you know, what did, what did New York city cops care about back in the day? Um, what did they care about in the day? You know, I, I don't really know. I just, I, they always loitering near the rich apartment buildings. I guess, you know, I think they cared about the only time I noticed them, you know, kind of doing anything like weird. Remember, there was a group of people, vigilantes called the guardian angels. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I, th I forgot the last guy's name, Robert Seaway or whatever his name, you know, that ran that. And they hated this group of people, right? The cops did because they all yeah. wore the, the red berets and the white t-shirts and, you know, and they called themselves the guardian angels. And they just, it was a volunteer group of kids that wanted to get the gang out of, you know, and they, I think these kids were guys that would have normally joined a gang, right? Mm -hmm. But they wanted to turn their lives around and they. Why would it, cops, why would cops, they're, they're trying to help people cross the street. Well, you would think get so. knifed I, on the subway. I don't know because cops are like that. They don't want you know, they're, they're a special breed, especially in New York. They're just, you know, they're, they're, they just want to be connected. I think they always feel like they're, it's like the, you know, it's the opposite of, of the mafia. It's like, we have our mafia, except ours is we got the same uniforms and it's, we're getting paid by the city, mm. you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, and we're, and we're getting paid by other people. Yeah, exactly. You know, free coffee and free donuts. And or, you know, they, they, you know, rest somebody for something, they grab their dope and then they, you know, sell that or go give it or smoke it or whatever they do. I'm sure that a lot of that went on, yeah. you know? But, I used to hang out in a bar called Bogies when I lived in New York and developed a nice group of friends you know it was, it was like we'd see each other every weekend and there was one guy who was pretty serious jew i don't know if he not orthodox but took it pretty always wore a yarmulke and stuff and he he was he would sell cocaine right but get this he wouldn't he wouldn't sell it after sunset <laughs> is, oh, is that just the funniest fucking thing and he wouldn't sell it on the sabbath we don't we can't sell cocaine on the sabbath right, you gotta right. you gotta wait till sunday you know <laughs> <laughs> um how you doing Cal? what's going on i'm seeing you in a while man. you yeah. know we didn't really good good. did we talk much about um canada um in your trip we haven't you know no it was a very good trip to see my mom and my brother yeah and uh mom didn't catch covid i didn't catch it and thank goodness that was what i was mainly worried about you know because she's 91 with emphysema and uh no so all good boy 
long time. I, ha- I haven't seen her in a very long time. So that was a good trip. Oh, how yeah. are their spirits? Her spirits are okay. Yeah. Ooh, physically, a- physically, she's having a hard time. Well, she's, what'd you say, 91? Yeah. 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 She, does she just hang out, hang out at her place all the time or is she going to the store and going out to eat and things like that? She go, doesn't go out to eat, never does, never did. She could just goes to the store across the street and that's about it and stays home. It's so funny because to get back into the States, anyone flying into the States has to have an official COVID test and it has to be a negative test and it has to be within 24 hours of when you fly, Right. So I thought I had got this already at the pub I hang out here in L.A. The one of the guys working there said, well, I just came back from Europe and you got to do this test. And I said, what? I didn't know that. And I'm leaving like in two days. Right. He said, yeah. And I checked out. And yeah, sure as shit. Doesn't matter what your citizenship is. You got to show a negative test to get back into the U.S. And you have to do it with one of these official things. You buy you get the app, you get the. You get the test. You buy the test. It's the Binax test, and then you download the app that it says on the box. And they video, they watch you by camera as you test, right? To for it to be official. Who watches you? And and how do you get Binax company or whatever it is? And that's what is accepted by the U.S. So if you guys go out, leave the country, be ready for this. So I'm up in Canada, and I'm I'm within 24 hours of coming back, ready to do it. I called the company. I said, I'm ready. And they said, okay, read us the numbers on your box there. And I read the numbers. He goes, you bought the wrong test. What? And I'm in Saskatoon. And where am I supposed to find this exact test, right? So I said, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? He said, well, call your airline. See what they suggest. And I'm supposed to be getting on a plane here shortly, right? The airline says, yeah, you just go over to uh, London Drugs or Shoppers Drug Mart. They do it for you. He said, oh, thank God. So I called the mall where, you know, Shoppers Drug Mart is. They said, oh, no, the government took that away from us. They don't let us do that anymore. Oh, my God. Well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I say to the woman without the (laughs) F word. She says, oh, I don't know. She says, you might try. There's something called Haztec in town. This is Saturday. I'm talking, right? And you leave Monday. Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was Sunday. And so I call Haztec. They say, yes, we can do that. Yes. No problem. You you come in, we do a test, cost you 50 bucks. Ah, so my brother has to drive me way the F over to the airport to get this test done. Do it, test negative. I mean, this is like a big mess, big panic, right? So I go, test negative. Ah, good. They send me the email with my QR code that is the proof. They send me a PDF of, of the proof, all this stuff. I'm ready to go. And I'm going through U.S. Customs in Calgary. <laughs> and the guy doesn't even ask for it. He doesn't even ask anything about COVID. He goes, did you buy anything? Yeah, I bought this. He goes, all right, thank you. Have a good trip home. And I was like, I wanted to grab him by the neck and say, will you look at this fucking thing that I just went through? Yeah, you should have said that. Yeah. And they would say, step into the cavity search line. Exactly. So it makes you wonder, you know, we feel safe that, oh, the government's taking care of us. We're checking everybody has to pass it. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, no, the government's not taking care of us. And the, like guy standing, the guy standing behind me in line, he's going to fly to Toronto, right? And he's connecting in Toronto, and he's just learning about this. And I'm listening, you know, behind me. And this the airline employee is telling him, no, you have, to do, you have to do a negative test. He said, I've got like an hour and a half in Toronto before I fly into New York. 
how do I, she said, I don't know, sir. And this guy was just so upset. But so if you leave the country, you guys check it out. And that's a message to all of my listener. There you go. Wise words from a seasoned unless traveler. You're go, unless you're leaving the country by car, then you're okay. Just make sure you have I don't know if snacks. I would trust that. Make sure of everything. That's what I would say. Oh. Huh. Anyway. Well, but how was, so, but let me ask you this. So you hadn't been to Canada in a couple of years and everything. And, you know, obviously since the pandemic, what's changed? Is Canada different? Yeah. There's a weed store. Didn't, didn't there's a Canada. No. <laughs> Yeah, the whole country <laughs> in Nova Scotia. Well, within a within a block of my mom's condo, there's a there's a marijuana store, totally legal. That's that's new. I was wow. surprised to see. Did that. you frequent this place? Yeah, did you go shopping there? Uh, I did not actually. Oh, because no. I was going to be curious how different a Canada weed store is different than a California weed store. You know, did other you, than did being you nicer. smuggle weed in and out of the country? I'm not that stupid. I look stupid, but I'm not. I didn't know if you maybe just took some drops. You're like, oh, sorry, officer. These are my eye drops. They're clearly in them. Speaking of flying, what is that asshole in the wheelchair in in Congress? What's his name? Madison Cawthorn. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay. He's taught me something. I thought it was pretty illegal to try to get on a plane with a loaded gun. More than once. He's done it twice. He's still free. And and he's not. There's no penalty. They say you can't do that. No, he got a he got a citation. Exactly. Which is well, does he have a permit? So if I was a terrorist, why don't I try that? Well, the thing is, you don't. I I don't know. Run for he, Congress. Yeah, I don't know that he necessarily has a permit. I mean, there there are states, you know, like Tennessee. You don't need a permit. You just. I'm not talking carry permit, your, John. John. No, but no, no Danny. No, Danny said, did he did he have? I asked a if he had a oh, permit. Oh, yeah, and oh. I was like, you know, I don't. You know, you don't always have to have a permit. I think no, no. he, you know, he's a, yeah, he's, he's not a, he's not a black guy. He's a clean cut white, you know, uh, Senate, you know, uh, congressman in a wheelchair. They're just going to say, I'm sorry, sir, but you need to return this gun to your, you know, glove compartment of your car. But didn't, didn't that surprise you? I you thought know, the guy's a dumb you, I thought you tried to do, no. No, not surprised that he tried it. Oh. I'm surprised that it's a slap on the wrist. I thought that's like a, such a felony it would be. But yeah. apparently not. No, I think that I think you look if you look and you see what they confiscate all the time. And I think you'll find there'll be knives, firearms and stuff. And it happens all the time. And then they'll say, no, you don't get it. And you have to take it into your car or you're going, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in line. I'm not I'm not going to take this back to my car. And they're going, OK, they confiscate it and they throw it in a bin somewhere back there with yep. the lost luggage. I know. I but what I mean is. I'm really surprised there, there, there's not more consequence to trying to bring a 44 Magnum on a plane. Well, I'm it's very it's, surprised. It's kind of like what you were saying earlier before we started recording. Kind of pussy there, laws are these. There's no, uh, you know, not justice, but there's no accountability. You know, yeah. I mean, people, people do whatever they want, you know, flip a bird when they get a subpoena to go in front of Congress, you know, Trump breaks every law, but it's totally fine because, you know, he, he used to be the president and you can't do that kind of shit. And, you know, the, Supreme Court is full of uh, criminals and Catholics, and you know that's how we're getting to where we are. Aren't and, they the same thing? 
Could be. Depends on depends on your view on JFK. But um, yeah, Boy. no things are things are shitty. I was talking to my my daughter the other day, and I'm like, "How do you feel about uh, you know this Roe versus Wade stuff? And you live in Texas, and they're extra shitty, and you know." And she's like, "It, it doesn't matter. Everything is so awful. Nothing matters." I'm like, "Well, you got to get out and vote." She's like, "Vote for who? Nobody's doing anything. The Democrats are." Oh, poor us. We can't possibly make a difference, but please give us money. And the Republicans are saying, well, you know, Jesus told us directly we have to, you know, be super evil to all of you guys. So, um, yeah, it's I can I can see how people would feel like nothing matters. I it was interesting. I was reading this morning because I I try to read up on the current news before we do our podcast. And I, I think about a couple of our a couple of our listeners that don't live down the street. And, you know, this whole abortion thing. There's a lot of potential side effects to that, right? So if you're, you know, if you're a woman and you have a complication or whatever, you know, you could get in trouble for needing a, you know, if you if you miscarried but you didn't pass the baby, that you know, it's a thing to get it out of you. If you wanted um in in vitro fertilization, right? So you know the doctors will mm-hmm. take several eggs and then they fertilize them. So at that moment in a test tube those are real living humans now that you will be charged in murdering so if you implant a couple of those in a woman you know or or say eight and two of them take typically they remove the other six that's illegal maybe storing them in a you know freezer for years and then throwing them out because nobody wants them anymore also murder and you know, there's all. You're saying of, that the, it could head that way, or are you saying that's it, written it, in the law? This, so the law is the states get to do whatever they want. In some states, like uh, I think it was Missouri, have this kind of idea of at the moment of you know Conception? fertilization. Yeah, oh. it, this is a, a living, viable human being. And Jesus demands that it be brought to term no matter what. So in vitro fertilization is, you know, is exactly that, that there is, you know, sperm and an egg come together, make a human life. And so if you're a doctor or a parent or whatever, you're screwed. In Tennessee, I read, you know, my old home state, that if you get raped and then go get an abortion, they'll be able to sue you. Your rapist will be able to sue you. For trying to get an abortion they can they can <laughs> so stop you can it. rape somebody and get paid yeah and then you can sue for visitation rights for the next 18 years so not only would you get raped your rapist would stay in contact with you and your child until the child becomes an adult i mean it's just so shitty and i think what happens is you know churches say oh you know there's 10 zillion babies a week being killed by these you know leftist criminals and which is they're going to find out really quickly what they voted for. Like, oh, you know, well, my little Susie, she's got a bright future. You know, we need to take care of that. Well, I'm sorry, Senator, but uh, my son who got her pregnant after the prom, he would really like to have ten thousand dollars. So we're going to we're going to sue you and it's not going to be. No, but Su- Susie can come f- fly to L.A. She'll I'm Susie, if she's a senator's daughter. She can oh, she, afford to fly to minute, L.A. for an abortion. Yeah, the minute she gets on a plane, she's a criminal. Yep. It's not just do it oh, in Oh, really? State. So you can you report can, you them can't... for even tr- for leaving the state to do yeah, this? Shit, yeah, shit, Oh, yeah. 
That's the other aspect. Yeah, the, ba- the bounty law in Texas. Really? Yeah. So like, you know, you would need to say, well, we are going camping in California, you know, or that kind of stuff. They're saying that um, they can, in Missouri, they, they could outlaw IUDs and the Plan B pill. Yeah, I read yeah. that too. You know what, then? You know what else? We should take it a step further, just be spiteful. And, and we find out any guy is pulling out. Ten thousand dollars. I'm going after it. Mm, how about uh, how about just jerking off? You know, that's you, too far, John. Did you did you spill did you spill your seed? It clearly says in the Bible that's that's bad news. Give me ten thousand dollars, there, Winker. That seed is supposed it's only supposed to go in one place and Shit, one place that'd be only. Ten thousand dollars. I'd be a hundred grand a week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that kind of cash. I don't have that Danny, kind of money. Danny, Danny turns himself in. Yeah. <laughs> jeez. Oh, gee, man. Danny, is that a new Cadillac in your driveway? <laughs> yes, it is. My wife air conditioning, up. too. Wife says, what is this $10,000, you know, to the court? Just say, shut up, woman. Don't ask. You know, uh, I'm sorry. I had, I had an, uh, I had an idea. I told, I told somebody the other night we went to, uh, went to one of those Mexican restaurants in town, Cinco de Mayo. And as the mariachi band is playing, I'm like, okay, here's my, here's my thought. So when it comes to Christianity sweeping America and, and ruining church versus state, the only thing that's helping us out is the church of Satan, right? They're always saying, oh, well, you know, I, I'll, I see you're raising the Christian flag over the, you know, Boston city hall. And I raised yes, the, yeah. the satanic flag, right? We know we can only, there's only people we can trust. They well, got a point. I, yeah. And I thought, okay, if you're in, I don't, I don't know about this for sure, but if you're in North Dakota and they have like one abortion clinic today in North Dakota and the minute it's, you know, North Dakota is like, well, no more abortions couldn't, I mean, I'm just assuming that there is a, Native American reservation in that state because they're a sovereign you know, nation. Yeah. Sovereign nation, can't they say? Well, we have just become casino and abortion central. Come on over and and you know have all the doctors and healthcare. Then all of a sudden, you got good. Don't forget the free care. cigarettes and the free cigarettes we with with every procedure. That's a great idea. Yeah, we just I have I have a container of loose cigarettes, man. Would you like to smoke them while while you're waiting? in line but yeah so that's the thing the you native american you get free cigarettes yeah the native americans could save us every casino could have like a medical you know facility where they can do whatever the fuck they want florida tennessee north carolina they've all got casinos and they can't touch that no state can touch that right no oh, right man they sure as hell can't touch that there's got to be some limit though I don't know. I'm going to, I'm as well, let's, let's say that on the Indian, on the, on the reservation, they decide we, we want to do some mass murders. Of course you can go in and do something about that. I would think. Right. I don't, well, I, I guess that would I be, maybe know. not, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if you could, uh, I forget what, what a mass murder is, but like, you know, could they decide our culture says, if you get really old and really sick and you want to end your life, we can do it with a special ceremony. I mean, maybe that'd be all right. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a uh, Bureau of land management, native Indian affairs specialist, but so that's my, yeah. that's my plan. I think that's, that's, what's going to save us. Yeah. I just, 
don't understand. I mean, now's not a good time to be a woman, <laughs> you know, or, or, you know, wouldn't it be nice if something like this galvanized women voters and they said, you know what, we're going to elect some more women to do shit because, you know, we don't have enough uh, AOCs out there. She's my favorite. Yeah, but I think that uh, there's so many women that are just, I, I don't want to say they're self-hating, but there's just, they, they don't want this. They don't want to be. I'm, I'm I don't know. They, they say, I mean, uh, I, don't, I guess I don't know what, what women want. There are certainly women that want everything covering the whole, the whole spectrum. But I read this article. It was called The Only Moral Abortion is My Abortion. And it was just a collection of anecdotes from abortion providers about, you know, these women that would come in needing an abortion and also saying, you're murderers. I'm a murderer. This is all terrible. Really? Yeah. And it's like this kind of, you know, they are, they are brought up to think this is absolutely wrong, but I'm absolutely going to do it. And, you know, the doctor, like, you know, the, the physicians that provide these services are like, I will never get sued by not performing an abortion. So sometimes they turn people away. They're like, they come in wanting the procedure, but they're just, you know, ranting and handing out anti-abortion pamphlets to other women in the waiting room and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, you know, there's a, you know, there's just some maybe disassociation with what's going on. But I mean, I, I kind of blame religion, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, in the, in the Bible belt where I come from, you are, you are less than pure if you do these kind of things, you know? Well, I think it's people that have taken, you know, you know, Christianity and all that has been hijacked. You know, I don't, I, oh, I, yeah. it's, I do it's, believe it's militant now. Yeah. And I do believe it's used, it's, it's strictly a political weapon. It is, it has nothing to do with the ter- interpretation of the Bible or anything. It is a political weapon used to secure votes and secure power. Yeah. Power, power against, against marginalized people, the non-wealthy, uh, you know, women, people of color, that kind of stuff. And imagine living in a small town where everybody goes to church all the time and you just say, you know what? I've had enough of this. Fuck this. I'm going to go, I'm going to go protest something where at the country club, you know, at lunch on Sunday, you know, that would take, that would take balls to do that. It's going to take time to turn a lot of this around if it has, you know, and I don't know how that's going to mm, I think it'll just take a few nukes flying over here from North Korea and then uh, people will, will be on the same page again. We should, <laughs> you just need a, you just need a good disaster or war to bring people together. I guess the other thing is, Danny, if everybody gets COVID all the time, then since most of our governing politicians are like 255 years old, maybe it'll kill them all. Well, it certainly hasn't killed, you know, one guy I know that got it and, and, you know, but they've got the best, you know, they got the best health care. But you know what? I, I don't think Mitch McConnell is in great health today. I think it doesn't matter if he he got it. I mean, he looks great. (laughs) (laughs) This is a guy who has never had a good photograph taken of him. No, he can't, he can't, but you know, he's, uh, he has that, that uh, black hand syndrome, you know, like the blood runs into his fingers because he's got some kind of um, coronary disease or whatever. So like you, there's pictures of him and his hands just are nothing but like broken blood vessels and, you know, just kind of really? purple. Yeah, no, he's in, he's in bad shape. I mean, these guys, these guys are, you know, I was, I was looking at something this morning and it was like, who would you vote for in 2024, Joe Biden or Ron DeSantis? And I'm like, fuck, 
Is that my choice between those two guys? Where there's no, there's nobody else on the planet. I can have old old man caretaker who doesn't tweet, or I can have the guy that's running Disney World out of Florida. Those are my two choices. Nobody else can possibly that might run be it. for election. Yeah. Well, that's the worst. I mean, that's I when can't. that's when you need to like you know storm Washington with pitchforks and torches and say we you know we demand something else. Democrats, complete losers. Republicans, complete nut jobs. Where's, where's our other option? Mm. You know? Yeah, I just don't, I, I don't, I mean, I, I would love this, the Mitch McConnells and these people and DeSantis and all that stuff. I mean, I'd like to say, what is it you want that you don't have? I mean, you, you know, so Mitch, you got these black hands, right? I mean, it can be fun. That's got to be a little painful or whatever. What is it that you want? You want to be president? You want to be, you want to make this, you're not going to live forever, right? What's your quality of life right now that you, that, that you want it to, to be better, right? Because you don't care about your people because, again, I've seen your constituents. No, they, just, they, they just, they just want, it wants power. I mean, that's what all those guys power. want. How much no, they, they want, power? They want, they want more that's and they, money want to, too. they want it to continue. I mean, look at how much money. Poor, do you need? I mean, look at poor, dear old Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, you know, woman champion, all that kind of stuff. If she had, I don't know, retired before she got her 11th round of cancer and all that kind of stuff, they could have, you know, our Supreme Court, which is not supposed to be political, but is 1 million percent political, you know, they could have replaced, she could have retired in less yeah. than the last year of Obama's administration, and they could have put somebody else right in there. But now, yeah. we've, now we've got a, you know, 90% uh, Catholic majority voting on abortion rights. And um, yeah, so the these people stay around. You know, our own beloved Diane Feinstein that I keep writing letters to. You know, like please, please retire. Damn it! How old? You know, you know she'll she'll issue a statement, but I'm I write her a letter. I'm like, you know, what are you doing about this abortion stuff, Diane? What are you doing about gas prices? Are you doing anything? Are you talking to anybody? Hello, is anyone home? You know how how are you how are your nineties treating you? You know. Why aren't you grooming somebody? Yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, you know, they do have a certain amount of. Well, they they believe they're grooming somebody, but they're that's no. nobody we want. But would you want that job? I would be fucking great at that job, because I would say everybody, I'm going to be senior senator for six years, and no one in their right mind is going to reelect me. So hold on to your hats. Right. And I would be up there, and like you know, I'm going to read a list of all the people that. Uh, you know, want to do something wrong or whatever. I'd be on, I'd be on C-SPAN every afternoon. You sound like Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh yeah. But, <laughs> but I would, uh, I would use the right words. Yeah. Gestapo, and not gazpacho. <laughs> when I issued something, I would do fucking spell check. <laughs> Martial law. She spelled it like, yeah. Marshall Tucker. Well, yeah. <laughs> Marshall Tucker law. Actually, that would, that would be, that would be more pleasing, but you know, she comes, I mean, I know what county she comes from in Georgia, and that's, that's what I expect. She yeah. is she is representing her her people. It's and a true representation, right? Yeah. They, yeah. She might get she might get reelected. It's probably the same thing with Lauren, what's her name in Colorado? Bobart. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's Colorado. Sorry, Colorado, yeah. but you know, you you could be better. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a state that's already passed laws to make it uh, abortion legal. 
that's one of the most progressive states. Well, no, I see. I think I think the majority of the people like that live in Denver and those kind of things, they're they're pretty progressive. But it's it's like Oregon. You cross some river and everything east of there is a shit show. Like you go. Yeah, you go into the plains and you got some, you know, some cowboy that's, you know, there's no such thing as marital rape, you know, whatever. That's that's what they're going to Montana's do. like that. Yeah, I mean, the Montana divide on one side, it's all prairie and Republican. And, and on the west of the Rockies, it's uh, it's, more, it's dem- democratic. Yeah. yeah. But that's yeah. like, but they benefit. See, that's what I don't understand. You can, you know, if you're, you benefit from, you know, uh, um, a, you know, right, you know, the, the right laws. Yeah, but, the, the, but the government has said, all of you red people need to hate the blue people and vice versa. And what that means is we've got a 50, 50 split in government. All these people will keep their jobs because they're so panicked about the other. And the one thing they don't do is anything for us. I mean, you know, two Senate assholes keep us from, you know, passing any kind of law. And for some reason, Biden doesn't want to do executive orders like everybody else has because he's a lifer Senator. So, um, yeah, screw him. Hmm. I need I a gonna, I need a better I need a better party that's not just libertarian or green or something crazy like that. Hmm. Yeah, I I um what was I going to say? Yeah, you know, strategically, somebody that's you know wants the the Republicans to lose should start a I really really love Jesus party and get everybody to go over to that side and kind of fraction that. No, they're smart right. enough. Yeah. yeah, and then of course now I mean. I, and maybe I'm wrong, but because of the numbers, but it seems to me is that the you know the United States is getting more liberal, right? Slowly but surely, right? Yeah. The difference is those liberal people, right, are not out making are doing not 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 voting, right? That was one of the reasons why it worked so well for Obama, right? But if and so the problem with that is, is that it leads the Republicans, and this is what I don't understand, this whole gerrymandering thing, where you can, you can say, okay, I'm losing, I'm losing conservative voices. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just kind of pick and choose what, you know, where I draw those lines. Therefore, yeah. I can do that. And that's something, and, and that again is a political decision because that's all done by the state. So if the state's Republican or conservative or Democratic, right, like that they've, like New York, you know, New York State is that way, you know, they, they do that. I don't understand why that, that, that is, is allowed. That doesn't make sense. That, that is, that's just arbitrary. Of course, that's just rigging the game. So, Yep. Again, I understand, you know, having, elect, you know, uh, electorals, you know, to, to represent your state, but why isn't it all, it should all be based on the collective population as opposed to the district, you know, or the, it's German. just, it's, yeah, it's just a tool to get them reelected. I mean, I think Texas right. is a good example. So Texas, you know, in 2000 was super duper red and now Texas is more blue. It's, you know, it's still a red state, but the percentage of votes is like less and less and less red. And like the next time they run for governor, like this Greg Abbott guy that keeps, you know, just being a dumbass, he um he's in real, you know, danger to lose to somebody like Beto, who's, you know, really blue. So it's the, you know, everybody from California is moving to Austin and those kind of places. So, you know, yeah, yeah. they're they're gonna Dallas, they're gonna vote 
more and more and people are Californians are moving to Tennessee. There's only 6 million people in Tennessee. I mean, shit. And, and you're right. I think that that is changing because, you know, um, people are moving to States now. They don't really, you know, cause it's cheaper or whatever, but they're taking their, their, you know, progressive or liberal views that way. Yeah. But then, yeah. so, and then, and these, these other people are saying, well, shit, what are we going to do? We got to stop this. Well, I know we, well, they, well, they've been, well, they've been gerrymandering for decades. That's yeah. just, you know, and everybody that's in power does it to try to stay in power. And that's yeah, the Democrats do it too. Yeah. I mean, it's right. the shitty, shitty part of a two party system. Right. Well, one of these days we should start a party. You're right. We should start a, a political party. Yeah. It's, do you want to start a political party that advances your ideology or do you want to start a political party that really fucks somebody else over? I want to start a political party that will make me rich. Mm. You should start a church. And well, there already is one. You know, what one? That's, that's, the, that's the Republicans. You could be, you could get rich off that. You know, they all, you get, they all get rich, man. There's, right. You know, any, you know, yeah, but Nancy, look at him. Nancy he can, Pelosi I mean, all does, he's got to do is like, you know, he goes, look at me. Do, what I scream, Jesus, you should vote for me. Look at him. That's he looks true. Like yeah, he, that's true. You, know, you, you would, would get the, you would get yeah. every religious vote, especially if you wore like white robes and stuff. I mean, and you would actually have, you know, constituents that would say, oh, I believe he is the second coming. Look mm, at him. You know what? And Danny, he's a good actor. So he could act. Yeah, the way he needed to act to get Joel Osteen to put him up on stage and, you know, go around with Marjorie Taylor Greene, he'd be like, oh, yes, yes, you know. Yeah, why couldn't you? I mean, you you could be the second coming, right? Because, you know, like you said, you, you know, central <laughs> casting, you, you fit the bill, you know. <laughs> I mean, and then there yeah, you go. That's what I, that's when I think of Kelly, I think of, he could be the second coming, you know? No, so you're thinking of coming twice. It's <laughs> you, you owe me 20 grand. You owe me $20,000 for that. You know, you know, Oh, now we're going to get letters. Yeah. Send the letters. Fuck all of you. I don't exactly. care. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Kelly made I'm a sex joke. No, I'm using the large name in vain, you know? I know. I, I think you're right. There has to be a third party, and I don't know if we're going to see that in our lifetime. But, but Keith what, Richards, Keith Richards, people start a party. It's just smoke, not, smoking and Diet Mountain Dew with, with Jack Daniels. That's, well, that's but the I name think of Keith, the party. I mean, Keith Richards, like you, can't run for president, right? You're, you're not no, uh, naturalized. No, not. Oh, it's deeper than that. I can't run for president. Well, no, Ted Cruz was born in Canada. Cal Calgary, yeah. Yeah, but he he could nobody understood it, but he could absolutely run for president because he is naturalized so, some Yeah, well, uh, so am whatever. I. And I can't run for president. Well, why could Ted Well, why Cruz can't he it? if you can't? That's not fair. Well, because he was born on a on a on a believe I believe it was a military base in Calgary or something. A US uh -huh. military base. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did you? I, I I didn't read the whole story, but I thought I saw something that said where what's the name that Doctor Oz? They're trying to say that he can't run because he is because he is a he has dual citizenship. I've never heard that rule, but okay. You do have to be born in America to run. Not for no you not for for only for president. You I I can run for Senate or Congress, but I can't run for president. 
I thought I thought they were saying he couldn't hold a Senate seat if you have dual citizenship. And I don't know if that's true oh, or not. Maybe they are saying that. I don't know. But I you know. So you can't even hold a Senate seat, Jesus. Gee, manently. You know, just you gotta just start a not a party. You gotta start a religion because that's what get you rich. That's what you want. If you wanna you wanna make money, start a religion. You know, and Boy, you, you got that right. And then and you don't even have to like you can do $5, $10 at a time. Come on. I mean, you know, or 1995, right? Because that's like, what's his name? The My Pillow guy. I mean, you know. The thing is, when you start religions, it, you'll always get in trouble because of your, your sexual appetite and your greed. Every time. Jeez, you can't even start a religion without screwing everybody's wife in the congregation, you know? Yep. And getting in trouble. Yep. The, uh, yeah. Danny went to throw up. Yeah, no, I'm looking up like Article Two, Section One of the Constitution states that only natural-born citizens may serve as president, while the clause yeah. pre prevents immigrants who become U.S. citizens through naturalization from becoming president. It does not affect those with dual citizenship. Oh, there's the answer. Yeah. So if Danny John did, just looked up the answer to your question about yeah, the dual I, citizenship. Uh, yeah, but I, it doesn't explain why why Ted is available. I mean, uh, it looks like there was a law in place when Danny, he was born. Danny, you got your, you got your headphones I can't hear on. you. You're on mute. Sorry about that. Um, um, going back to this whole sovereign nation, how do you, how does a, how does some piece of property become a sovereign nation? Does it, does the Indians have to get it? from do they petition and say you know this is this is our land i mean how does that like what's stopping from indians going to some nice county somewhere in whatever state and going yeah this county this is going to be our sovereign nation and we're going to run it you know independently i guess it has to be the government has to do that right they have to well yeah you also have to be able to design a flag and shit like that <laughs> Well, I'm just thinking that the flag would have your face on it because, again, it's your you my know. my face and the stones lick there. That's the flag of oh Ke Kellyania is the name of my country. Kellyania. Talk about progressive. Talk about that. You know? that's good. Yeah. There's no laws. It's just no. You know, nobody hurt anybody, and we'll be fine. No, it's a natural law. It's a you know, Native American natural law. You know, I mean. It's that 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 worked for them for a number of years until yeah. you know our people came over and said, we're, you know, we're done no, with you. You. Ha you have to obey Jesus and all this yeah. stuff. Uh, anyway, okay. So I just really quick, just back to uh, back to Ted Cruz. So Danny, while you were while you were stepping away to get a cold beer, um, and a cigar, you can you can in the checkbook the right program. Yeah, you can be oh, shit. You can uh, <laughs> Doctor Oz should be able to. Um, run for whatever because the laws don't it doesn't matter if you have dual citizenship it's just whether you're a citizen so ted cruz is a little bit less of an american than barack obama so remember trump said that obama you know was all that fake so obama's mom was an american citizen and he was born in the american state of hawaii there's no question about that even right with trump's lying and all that kind of shit so ted cruz was born in canada his dad is not a U.S. citizen, but his mom was, and his mom had lived in 
the United States five years past her 14th birthday. So there that met the requirements at the time. So there you go. So you don't, you, you need to be the child of a citizen. You don't necessarily need to be born on the soil. And that, you know, oh, we should, we, okay. sometimes we should do a little research and talk about um, tourist births. Like, a, you know, I'm a, I'm a woman in yeah. China, China. Anchor so baby stuff. Means yeah. I, yeah. Come like, go hang out in a, a house of 14 other moms in Orange County to have a baby and then race back to China with my American citizen. Cause we like to collect uh, passports. That'd be, that'd be a good topic for another day. But so I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to title this episode and see if you see if you think this is too controversial, because the controversial titles are the ones that get us little little bumps in uh, listeners like everything else. No, no, that's I'm, overrated. I'm going to call Careful. this one. Don't do the, it. <clears throat> the Native Americans can save us from Jesus. How about that? Well, that's not controversial. Well, I mean, that kind of implies that Native Americans don't believe in Jesus or anti-Jesus or whatever. And I don't know what the Native Americans as a whole believe but it's a catchy title it is yeah, <laughs> yeah. So i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with that all right you know i was hoping you weren't gonna say something you know native americans and jerking off is 10 grand you know a, a, a shot you know i think that's what i'm worried us, that native americans <laughs> can save us from jesus and losing 10 grand <laughs> or how about this pull out be fined 10 grand <laughs> that's pretty good too yeah you know uh, I mean, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't trickle off your tongue. And it's the, and it's the woman you picked up in the bar who's going to report you to make the ten grand. Mm, he wait, here's out. a question: What if you what if you had sex with a woman that is not childbearing age? Would you be arrested? That's illegal, that right there. Yeah. Okay. Just just to have sex, yeah. You cannot have sex with a menopausal woman. It's illegal. Well, you you <laughs> you couldn't ejaculate if you did. Oh, you'd be surprised. Yeah. No, no, no! You just, you just. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, you know that's what? a good one. <laughs> let's let's wrap it on that. Yes, I think so. All right. Oh, have Goodbye, a fabulous, everybody. Have try a not to try not to get week. pregnant in a state you shouldn't be getting pregnant in. Right. Or be COVID. safe out there. Yeah. Or, or the COVID. Yeah. Get your fucking tests. All right. See you later. You're hot in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through. <laughs>